Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener for June 11, 2020. The topic this time is Go Wild with Underplanting for Succession Crop Success. Our annual digging mutilation, scraping away of leaves and exposing on bare sloppy borders plants that in nature shelter each other and are shielded from bitter frost and burning heat by layers of fallen leaves, gradually sinking into excellent light surface soil for the young roots, are ignorant and brutal practices that must be given up by all who really look into the needs of our hardy garden flora. William Robinson, The Wild Garden, 1870. Irish gardener and author William Robinson, who lived between 1838 and 1935, included an impressively lengthy subtitle to his book, The Wild Garden, or Are Groves and Gardens Made Beautiful by the Naturalization of Hardy Exotic Plants, being one way onwards from the dark ages of flower gardening, with suggestions for the regeneration of the bare borders of the London parks. Apparently, Robinson wanted to be clear from the outset what he meant by wild garden, no doubt because the term was a radical departure from the formal English gardens that were prominent at the time. Not only did the author introduce the concept of using mixed herbaceous plantings and ground covers in what was later called a cottage garden style, he was also one of the first garden writers to discourage the practice of leaving areas of bare soil exposed between plants. Although Robinson was focused on revamping ornamental gardens, I think he would have appreciated that the same concepts he espoused, what we call polyculture design today, also apply to the edible garden. Increasingly, gardeners are moving away from planting their vegetables in homogenous rows, instead opting to create plant communities by mixing companion plants from different families in one bed. The plants in a polyculture garden are grouped closer together, leaving a minimum of bare soil exposed. Then a layer of mulch is applied to keep the soil moist and cool during hot, dry summer months. These practices provide the added benefit of reducing weeds that compete with our crops for moisture and nutrients. Polyculture planting is good for the garden soil and plants, and it allows gardeners to grow more food in less space. In addition, a form of polyculture planting called underplanting is a strategic way to ensure success for succession plantings in hot weather. Underplanting takes advantage of light shade provided by tall, sun-loving crops, corn, pole beans, sunflowers, tomatoes, and trellis cucumbers, melons, and squash. Some early spring crops, like brassicas that have flowered, grow tall enough to be used for underplanting. Also, fruit trees, berry bushes, even tall ornamental plants can be underplanted with edible crops that would otherwise succumb to the summer heat. There are many succession crops that grow well in light shade. Asian greens, arugula, beets, carrots, endive, kale, lettuce, radishes, spinach, and Swiss chard. Onions, scallions, garlic, and leeks are also suitable for underplanting. Many herbs grow well in shade. Anise, borage, chervil, chives, cilantro, golden oregano, lemon balm, parsley, tarragon, thyme, sorrel, and wild bergamot. 
If you're like me, you have plenty of leftover seeds from spring planting, so take a deep breath to catch a second wind and start planting again underneath the crops that are growing tall. Later in the summer, when sowing seeds or transplanting starts for fall and winter crops, use tall summer plantings to protect the seedlings until cooler weather arrives. After you're finished harvesting summer crops, the plants can be removed to allow fall and winter crops to enjoy the less intense sunshine. Experiment with different underplanted crops to learn which ones will grow well in the conditions of your garden without compromising the plants that are providing shade. You may need to prune off some lower foliage of the shade plants to allow more space for the crop underneath. Even if you're not up to succession planting edible crops, you can use understory planting for low-growing green manure plants such as legumes. Once your summer crops are well established in the garden, sprinkle white clover seeds under the crops to cover bare patches of soil and replenish organic matter in the soil. Underplanting is a useful strategy in the vegetable or ornamental garden. Not only does it enable gardeners to make the most of the space they have, it also mimics nature's design that allows plants to shelter each other. Now that's a wild garden. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening.